was Emma Ruth Rendell, and this is the program, Martyrs. I'm Lilith Candy Corn. This is an unusual episode on an unusual program. This hour, will feature long-form music in the tradition of drone and ambient. Away. We. Go.
You have been listening to the Norwegian One Person Project called When. This is the program, Martyrs. Each episode, we offer you indescribable music. We also fortify you in the ongoing battle against ignorance, with history about a martyr. For that, we invite our archivist Kenta Nigella to the microphone. Hello, dear friend. Please pull up a chair. Thank you. Let's play a game. Let me see if you can guess our martyr. It is a sea serpent said to be one of the princes of hell. Its appearance in literature and popular culture has been nothing short of iconic. And its name is written in countless works. In biblical lore, Leviathan is referred to as a giant dragon that dwells in the depths of the sea. However, medieval texts depicted it as an enormous whale with razor-sharp teeth, capable of tearing apart ships. Parallels to the role of the Mesopotamian Tiamat defeated by Marduk have long been drawn in comparative mythology. Other comparisons include Indra, slaying Vritra. Leviathan also figures in the Hebrew Bible as a metaphor for a powerful enemy, notably Babylon. Some 19th century scholars pragmatically interpreted it as referring to large aquatic creatures, such as the crocodile. The word later came to be used as a term for great whale and for sea monsters in general. According to Isaiah 27 verse 1, the dragon will be slain by God on the last day and cast into the abyss. The annihilation of the monster will result in a new world of peace, without any trace of evil. As a metaphor, Leviathan came to symbolize the destructive powers that lie beyond human control, whether they are natural catastrophes or epic conflicts caused by personal vendetta or political power struggles. Thomas Aquinas described Leviathan as the demon of envy who punished the corresponding sinners. But Gnostic sects see Leviathan as an Ouroboros, separating the divine realm from humanity by enveloping the material world. Anton Lavey in the Satanic Bible presents Leviathan as the element of water and in the direction of the West. The Church of Satan uses the Hebrew letters at each of the points of the sigil of Baphomet to represent Leviathan. Over time, the story of Leviathan has been adapted into countless tales, across various mediums such as poems, novels, films, and video games. Each has added a unique touch to this infamous beast story. For instance, Leviathan has dotted many nightmares throughout literature. It appears prominently in H.P. Lovecraft's The Call of Cthulhu, where it is described as being ancient and possessing immense psychic powers beyond human comprehension. In J.R.R. Tolkien's The Silmarillion, Leviathan birthed a species of creatures. In that text, they are described as powerful beings created by Morgoth, who used them to conquer Middle-earth before being defeated by the Vala. Where most demons show up in the shadows on film, Leviathan is larger than life. It has solidified itself firmly within the pop culture lexicon for generations. Most recently, this terrifying creature has made appearances in movies such as Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest and Godzilla vs. Kong. It has also appeared in video games. Leviathan's intimidating presence continues to captivate audiences worldwide and serves as inspiration for writers seeking ominous characters sure to terrify their readers, players, or viewers alike. Kenta Nigella visits to quench your thirst for knowledge. Each episode is our intervention. We may be children of the algorithm, but our ways never bland. We make you feel. We end this program with a moment of silence, which will go directly into our final entry. The void of sameness is vast. The best memories come from the unexpected. Please reflect and return refreshed. I'm Lilith Candycorn and you've been here for the program, Martyrs.